What's up, folks? It's 2024, episode 26 of Press Y, our first episode of the year. Uh, we're back. My name is Kelton Burns. I'm joined by... Cameron Donahoe, and I'm joined by Kelton Burns. So, without any more introduction, let's get right into this. So, PlayStation recently published a list of great games to look forward to in 2024, this year, which included titles such as Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, uh, Stellar Blade, which I guess is coming out in 2024, Helldivers 2, Dragon's Dogma 2, Concord, Tekken 8, Pacific Drive, Forever Skies, The Casting of Frank Stone, Rise of the Ronin, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, Foam Stars, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, The Plucky Squire. But why this is news is it included two games that previously did not have release dates, Metal Gear Solid, Delta Snake Eater, and Silent Hill 2. So this is the first mention or, uh, I guess, hint, you know, maybe a soft announcement that we're getting Silent Hill 2 and Metal Gear Solid, Delta Snake Eater this year, which is great news for me. I have been eagerly awaiting playing a new Silent Hill game. Well, I guess this is a remake, but this is actually terrible news for me because uh, the backlog is just getting padded. It's just getting bigger <laughs> and bigger, and I I don't even know if I do I even like video games anymore, or am I just playing games just to fucking satisfy this endless well of games that keep piling up? <laughs> you need to hunker down, start beating some games. I do. I should quit my job and just play video games. Just give up on side quests. You're not a side quest man anymore. Maybe I'm not a side quest just guy. A main Maybe quest I just man. simply don't have time for side quests. It's a main quester. Some of the most fun I've ever had in video games are on side quests, though, Kelton. It's true. That genuinely makes me really sad. <laughs> You're just not a side quester, dude. Leave that to those of us strong enough to finish games. <laughs> I'll leave that to the strong. I'm just a weak gamer. So... Yeah, uh, I have been hearing some really good things about Stellar Blade. I need to look more into that game. But yeah, among those games, I am very excited for Rise of the Ronin, but we've already talked about that. I mean, more good games, I'm stoked for. Hell yeah. Stellar In Blade? Other is that... news. Wait, is Platinum making Stellar Blade? I have not personally dug into Stellar Blade yet. Okay, sorry. You're good. What were you saying? In other news? In other news, the Steam Awards, the 2023 Steam Awards, have concluded. The results are in, and they're causing a stir across the gaming community. So the Steam Awards allow any user to vote and don't rely on a secret elite opinion council, unlike a lot of other awards. The controversy stemmed from Red Dead Redemption 2 taking home the Labor of Love Award, an award typically handed out to games that continue to get great content years after launch. Red Dead Redemption 2 has actually not had any major updates since July of 2022 when Rockstar announced it was shifting focus and resource to GTA 6. Uh, I went and looked at Red Dead 2 and it hasn't had a major update since then. So it was kind of uh, a head scratcher that it won the Labor of Love Award. The other games nominated for that category this year were Rust, Deep Rock Galactic, Dota 2, and Apex Legends. 
And I feel like there's probably an argument to be made that all of those games got a lot more content over 2023 than Red Dead Redemption 2 does. But this kind of speaks to the whole nature of the Steam Awards that fully rely on users to vote. Maybe maybe the power shouldn't be in our hands. Yeah. Well, we put it in the gamer god's hands, Jeff Keighley. If you were to give out this award to a game... Who would you give it to, Cameron? Oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, DLCs or any kind of, like, added... Oh, probably Cyberpunk. Honestly. That's a good option. With the, uh, yeah, with the... What was it? Freedom City? Uh, Liberty City DLC? Yeah, I feel, I feel like that was re- a really cool addition to the game. I would also throw Fortnite and... Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft into that mix because both of those games, while they are hated by a lot, have gotten a ton of new content that's actually been really great this year. So I think both I, of those games, but maybe they're not on Steam. So that's probably why I, they're not. I feel like Fortnite has received so much shit at this point that they almost feel like it almost feels weird, like giving them more awards. You know, <laughs> I feel like they've had enough and I feel like Epic gets that. You know, I feel like you could give Fortnite like at least a mention in almost every single award, like across the board, besides like indie awards, I guess. So the other award winner that caused a headache among some was Starfield, which won most innovative gameplay. No. Over Remnant 2, Contraband Police, Shadows of Doubt, and Your Only Move is Hustle. I'm not very familiar with most of those games, but Starfield winning most innovative gameplay, head scratcher. Yeah, that's kind of a, a bad take, in my opinion. Those are just the two two games that won awards that uh, upset some people. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, I, the the thing that weirds me out about the Starfield thing is that like the other nominees are like like I have no fucking clue as to <laughs> as to what they are besides Remnant Two. Remnant Two was great, so I certainly think that Remnant Two has better. Uh, revolutionary gameplay stuff than uh than starfield personally before we move on uh i will mention that baldur's gate 3 won the steam awards for best game of the year Uh, chosen by you yeah man i called it baby on the topic of baldur's (laughs) gate 3 xbox players are getting handed out bans for having sex in that game Players who have recorded their horny adventures in Baldur's Gate 3 automatically have their recorded clips uploaded to Xbox servers for easy sharing. This has resulted in the uploaders of these clips getting handed out bans for sharing content over the rating that Xbox is okay with. One unlucky player was hit with actually a year-long suspension over their naked camp fun time. Baldur's Gate 3 developer Larian Studios is reportedly now aware of the issue and is actively working with Microsoft to find a solution to the problem, so hopefully some of these players will be able to get back to their camps. Back to their companions. Yeah, yeah. back to their bear companions who keep their their, their little sleeping bags nice and warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I'm kind of shocked this didn't happen sooner, honestly. Uh, I, I feel like day one people would have been doing this little technique. Day one. Yeah. Um so well Xbox uh got Baldur's Gate 3 like a month ago, right? True. Even still, even still within minutes of that game within being minutes. released on Xbox, I would assume that the people on PC would have been gearing 
to to find some way to upload the the sweet spicy moments of Baldur's Gate 3. So, back in August, Cameron and I spoke about the rumblings of a Switch 2. Rumbling, rumbling. Sorry. Continue. Back then we covered VGC's reporting which cited That's anonymous an attack on Titan. <laughs> anonymous developer sources that a Switch 2 was in the works for this year with some developers already having their hands on a developer version of the console. Well, this week, the rumblings began again as Dr. Serkin Toto, a Canton Games analyst noted for being a Nintendo expert, said he believed the Switch 2 will be out this year. He's also predicting the price point will be at $400 and the price of games is going to rise to $70. Described as an ir- iteration rather than a revolution, this won't be completely different than the Switch 1. So I think this this pretty much lines up with what everything that we've already seen. And I think iterating the Switch and just improving it overall is the move. I don't think we need a full, you know, revolution like they're saying. We don't need a GameCube to Wii situation here. The Switch is a banger. It it covers almost every base. It's kind of the only family-friendly marketed console right now. Just just make it beefier, make it better. No more drift. Pretty much the only fucking like mobile gaming right now too besides like phones like the only like mobile gaming console i think you're uh i think you're not thinking uh about the steam deck my guy oh that is true but like the steam deck and the switch are like not in the same fucking category dude i think you're uh like they're two thinking different about the things. stadia okay <laughs> i don't think anyone has thought about the stadia in years nor anyone should i think you're uh you're leaving out Alienware's handheld. <laughs> or Razer? One of those two. Probably both. You're forgetting about a little thing called the Game Boy Advance SP, sir. Now the that's PSP Vita. <laughs> I love the Vita. Or I keep getting advertised these somehow, like, some handheld console that has 10,000 games on it of every game you could think of. Some yeah, illegal combo it's deal. N- it's definitely not legal at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, in regards to this, uh, I think we are at a uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of situation. Just improve I it. I feel like the, the design's great, you know? Just like make it able to run games better and beefier games and make the Joy-Cons significantly better. Just pit my ride it. Yeah, pimp my ride. Put a fan add, on add the some back. spinners on that bad boy. Yeah, actually, don't pimp because like if you ever go, if you ever watch an episode of Pimp My Ride, Exhibit just takes like <laughs> a fucking Subaru Outback and then like stretches it out and takes the roof off, and it's like not even a recognizable machine that like works. So don't pimp my ride. It just top gear it. <laughs> All right. As moving forward, as reported by Sopon Deb of the New York Times on December 21st, Willis Gibson, 13 years old, put his hands to his head, rocked back and forth in an office chair, unable to believe what he had just accomplished. Oh my God, Willis said, I can't feel my fingers. Willis had just become the first person to beat Tetris. Tetris came out in 1989. For a long time, people thought the game just went on forever but it was commonly accepted that it became impossible for a human to keep up at level 29 when the blocks began falling at a ridiculous speed. Only AI had been able to go past that. 
and that's how we learn that the game will freeze and crash at level 137. Well, in recent years, new strategies, new metas have begun to evolve in the competitive Tetris community, including a strategy called rolling, where you turn the controller around in your hands and use all four fingers. And now a 13-year-old using these new strategies has been the first one to get to the crash, to get all the way to level 157. 13-year-old, he's been playing Tetris, Tetris competitively for a couple of years, I believe now. And yeah, his uh, he plays under the name Blue Scooty. He's been playing since 2021. He plays on a classic system with an old CRT TV. Around 20 hours a week, he practices. And he has gotten the crash. So the Tetris community has a new king. I uh, I, I usually play Tetris when I'm editing these episodes. And I've gotten the crash a couple times. I just, I don't like to brag. I don't like to brag about it like this Blue Scooty guy. I, I actually call myself Red Scooty. <laughs> um so it's not that big of a deal not that big of a deal yeah yeah my my fingers are a blur uh whenever i'm <laughs> editing and i don't even look at the screen anymore i can feel it 13 year old kids fingers have just completely numbed over by the time he's yeah uh nice. if you're really a pro tetris player you actually whittle your fingers down to <laughs> nubs Okay, I was seeing a picture of him playing competitively, and on one hand, he has this weird, fancy, fingerless glove only on his right hand. And I noticed that some of the other competitive players at the table also had a similar glove on their hand. I was like, man, I don't know exactly what that is being used for here. But, the like, I don't know. I think it's I think it's really cool that a game that came out, like, 30 years ago still has a competitive scene. People are still finding new strategies to get even farther than they did before, you know? Like, it makes me think about... The games we're playing now, right? They're still popular in 30 years. Like, what strategies are the kids going to come up with in that time to improve even farther, push the push the envelope even farther on like Mario Kart 8 strats or something? You know? <laughs> Just goes to show how fucking catchy that theme song is. Like Elden Ring, you know? What if there's like even there's just crazy speedrun strats developed in 25 years? There will be. I think I feel like Elden Ring. There's been a like insane progress in the speed runs for Elden Ring. Like people are just like cutting off like hours of gameplay time like every couple months. So, Cameron, yes. That pretty much wraps up most of the news this week. Um Cool. What games cool have you news. been playing? I have been playing um What Remains of Edith Finch. Nice. Great classic. Great great game. Uh as well as Sifu. And man, Sifu's fucking great. Sifu's so I love much fun. Sifu. Yeah, it's like super fucking in depth and like the combat is super challenging. Uh I when I first picked it up, I was like, oh, is it just gonna be kind of like Devil May Cry where like like I just have to remember like like one certain combo is gonna get me through like a majority of this game. And I felt like super, super uh uh like punished at certain areas and like I, it was a really like fun kind of challenging game. Uh, at no point did I ever feel like it was just the the game ganging up on me, and I didn't have the tools to like uh, overcome the challenges it was throwing at me. Uh, it made me want to like actually like use like the training mode and shit, and just like really master the the gameplay. Um, and so yeah, if your game ever makes me like eager to get into the training mode, that's a huge fucking win. That was the first uh, kind of Souls-like game, I guess I would compare it to. Would you say it's Souls-like? It's got kind of elements uh, of both like 
rogue and souls like stuff i don't th- i think it's more roguelike than it is souls like because i don't think there's no like i haven't played tons of it but i'm pretty sure as far as i'm aware of there's no like uh souls mechanic where uh you like oh, drop some souls and then you have to like go pick up your currency or anything it's definitely more roguelike i guess it reminds me of the souls games in the way that like the major stopping roadblocks that you're gonna hit uh are bosses yeah. And... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like that's not necessarily a Souls-like thing. Um, that's just like a, a like a common video game thing in general. Just having the bosses should be like the biggest roadblock. Because it reminds me a lot of Sekiro. In that way. Yeah the 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 gameplay for sure like the combat does remind where you're like constantly like parrying and like punishing off the parry and you have like the kind of block bar and stuff that if you like block too much then people are gonna break your guard. Yeah, um, it also was uh, one of the first games that, like, in the, like you're saying, going into, going into like the training mode and everything. It reminded me of like learning a fighting game, which obviously yeah. fits the bill. Yeah, uh, it does, because especially since um, it's not like uh, your traditional like third person combat things like uh, like Arkham or uh, Shadows of Mordor where it's like you have a light attack and a heavy attack and that's about it and then there's like a counter button there's like a light a heavy you can like press joysticks in certain directions to like do like low strikes high strikes like like palm strikes you can like the, the combat is very very deep and like you do kind of need to master a lot of it like a lot of your tools in order to actually like be successful at the game yeah sifu is fantastic yeah it was great i recommend and also like i I don't think it it gives it's it seems at least i don't know i i I wasn't there in the writing room and i haven't heard a lot i've done a little research on the game but it reminds me a ton of like old school like kung fu movies and stuff uh, oh yeah, like it's so like Bruce Lee inspired type things, uh, and so and I don't see a whole lot of stuff like that. Um, so it was really refreshing going on this big like, uh, like Bruce Lee or like John Wick with just kung fu uh, type adventure. Uh, so yeah, it, there's a lot of like really cinematic moments where you're like in a hallway and there's just like a bunch of dudes like a bunch of thugs with like bats and fucking guns and stuff. They look up at you and you have to just like beat ass throughout this hallway <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about and i'm it's, pretty sure that was inspired by uh like a, a film that segment yeah, of the game it's it's a very cinematic game uh is that so those are the two games you've been on yeah yeah, yeah. and uh i've been it, by the way guys uh if you ever need to like introduce someone who's not very like not very gifted at gaming maybe they've only played a couple games here and there uh and they like movies highly recommend showing them uh what remains of edith finch uh super easy to pick up for pretty much anyone it's not going to punish you for like being clumsy with like the camera controls and moving around and it tells a really interesting and visually compelling story so super duper recommend also another game really good for beginners uh that i mentioned earlier would be a uh, sekiro just yeah throw them in there yeah, I agree. That's kind of like a, a baptism by fire type of game where you you have to get good. It's like the scene in 300 where they throw the baby off the cliff. Exactly. And if they come back alive, they're a gamer. <laughs> they're good to go, you know? If you really want to expedite that learning the game process, send them into Sekiro. 
you're like, you want to know what it what it's like to game? Play this game. All games are like this. <laughs> Every single game is as punishing as this game. I have I have been playing Cobalt Core. And mm. Cobalt Core, developed by Rocket Rat Games, published by Brace Yourself Games. It's this tight little roguelike deck builder. Kind of reminds me of like Monster Train or Slay the Spire. It's really fun. It's a, it's, it takes place in space. There's a cast of characters you can choose from. Each character kind of brings their own cards to the deck. And you have like a ship that you can kind of have space jockey positioning, move around. You can see what the enemy ship is going to do next. So that helps you kind of strategize on like, should I move and dodge or should I attack or should I place a shield here or whatever it is. Uh, there's kind of a Hades-esque storytelling where you slowly unravel a story over multiple runs. Every time you get to the end of a run, you know, you get another little chunk of the story motivates you to complete another run for more and my runs usually lasted me about 45 to 90 minutes depending on how long i took to choose cards and as i got more familiar with certain decks the music's great uh, i highly recommend it I, I saw someone i saw someone recommend it on twitter and i've just been loving it it's really yeah, I was gonna fun say, um i've i haven't heard anything about this game and... i think it slid right in right after a lot of the game of the year lists kind of wrapped up mm. and i think because of that it kind of missed its opportunity to be on a lot of those lists but it uh, is sleeper it did come out back in november cool highly recommend it i bought i got it for like 15 dollars on steam when it was on sale i think normally it's 20 dollars. great little game uh and yeah that's been taking up most of my time recently like i i, I needed a single player game I don't know why I needed one, right? Because I'm on in the middle of playing like fucking eight other ones, but Cobalt Core is really satisfying me right now. Add it to the backlog! Another one for the pile. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, hop in it. I bet you'll like... I find myself when I'm playing Cobalt Core, like hours pass by really fast. It's one of those games. Dope. Yeah, I mean, I am such a sucker for roguelike deck builders. Like, Grifflands and Slay the Spire are some of my favorite games I've ever played. Um, so, I I am almost hesitant to pick this up because it is, like, almost too up my alley. You know what I mean? You should definitely um, pick it up. Yeah, I probably will at some point. <laughs> I'm playing it right now. My 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 hands are blur. <laughs> my hands, I can't feel my fingers. I'm going to the. I'm doing rolling techniques. I'm I'm playing to the crash. <laughs> I got a cool glove. <laughs> got a cool glove on. If you ever wonder what your status is as a gamer, if you have purchased a glove at some point, <laughs> you're a pro. I don't care what kind of accolades you have or what kind of like skills you have. If you have a pro, if you have a glove, you're a pro. That's just how it works. Do you want to talk about more? Yeah, well, yeah. Do you want to talk about more Cobalt Core or something? What else is there really to talk about? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't fucking played the game. How hard <laughs> can you have hot animated bear sex in it? <laughs> is there? There's clearly a problem. It's kind of with a kid-friendly game. I I typed in Cobalt Core into Google Images, and then immediately Google was like, "Safe searches on. Be careful." <laughs> I was warned. Clearly, there's some kind of uh, twisted uh, Cobalt Core art out there. Oh, I just remembered the other game that's been sucking up a lot of my time over the last two weeks, 
every time like I before I before I got into Cobalt Core, yeah. whenever I was like I need a I, I want to play a game you know I'm tired or whatever whatever it is, mm-hmm. I have been playing Ghost Runner two. Yeah, dude. Did you ever play the first one? No. Oh, just hopping into the second one. Played that demo for the second one a couple months ago. Talked about it on here. Bought the whole game because it was on sale for like twenty seven bucks the other week. Fuck and yeah. dude, it is so much fun. Like, like the combat is great, but I love the like mirror's edge, like acrobatics levels. Like, there's levels where there isn't combat, and it's just like you doing crazy stunts, air dashing to do these crazy maneuvers through the air, like leaving a ghost behind to activate certain things at certain points. Like that, the movement in that game is great. That's exactly how I felt in the first one where like, I do like the combat, like a decent amount. Um, but I felt myself like being like, ah, I guess I'll get through this, this combat thing in order to get back to like fucking sprint on walls and like, double jumping and like uh grapple hooking around and like doing on like slowing down time and all this crazy shit um it just feels so good to move in those games like they that entire game revolves around the movement feeling amazing and they knocked out of the park and i love that yeah ghost runner 2 is awesome and i'm in the demo i got to play some motorcycle stuff and i haven't gotten to any motorcycle stuff yet in the main game but i did see there's like a slot in the menu for motorcycle skins so i'm hoping that it's indicating that there's going to be several motorcycle segments because i that was my favorite part of the demo just motorcycle skins no segments sorry buddy <laughs> dude the motorcycle like that level was crazy it's like you're moving at like a crazy speed and you can like drive on the walls and the ceiling and like go off jumps and all this stuff dude, it was fuck yeah. it was super sick uh, so I'm I'm really looking forward to more Ghost Runner 2. Dude, if that game lets me decapitate a cop with a fucking while on a motorcycle, that's rad. <laughs> I also maybe not a cop, maybe not a man of the law, maybe like <laughs> some kind of why. robot person. <laughs> yeah, I haven't run into any any police in that game yet. It's just been cultists th- and robots. Oh, the the first one's like like government, uh, like some kind of like government enforcement type thing. Well, maybe you take those down in the first game because I've just been. Just uh, just cult members. Cool. Like last time I was playing, uh, they're like, D- "Kill your ego, kill your ego," and then one of the characters is like, "There's a fine line between killing your ego and killing a bunch of other people." Some shit. I don't know. It's like whatever, man. I'm not here. Whatever, for Whatever, man. Give me the I'm motorcycle. Here to, I'm here to. Already. I'm here to wall run motorcycle, dude. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> uh, and um, I also picked up Telltale: The Expanse. And I haven't really gotten into that game. I played it for like 30 minutes. The main character's voice is rough, but that is a bummer. Um, I'm hope- hoping to get back into that at some point. And then eventually I need to, you know, I need to buy Baldur's Gate 3. Still haven't played Baldur's Just Gate 3. Just a behemoth, yeah. man. It's, it's a intimidating. Lot, it's a lot of game. It's a whole lot of game. Yeah. There's just so much other games. <laughs> There's a lot of other games. But Baldur's Gate is the best one, so I don't know what you're fucking doing, buddy. Just let Baldur's Gate ruin all the other games for you like it did for all of us. Did did you even complete Act 1? No. (laughs) But I I put, like, a fuckload, like, for me, a fuckload of hours. (laughs) No. um, Which is, like, 10. Yeah, like, like, I think, like, 15, I'm pretty sure. Um, But I liked the game a lot that's all you need to know they they would have to pretty colossally fuck up for me to uh i have like for me 15 to hours on cobalt game. core and i bought that good game for like you two man days i ago. got i got fucking i have a family 
<laughs> I mean, I have like parents. I don't have like children, but like I, I got people I love in my life. I need to see. I got a job. Tell them to meet you on the Xbox. Hop in the that PlayStation. That is true. Meet me on the Xbox, Grandma. Let's we'll we'll chat there. We'll catch some dubs on Fortnite, and we'll reminisce about the good old days. Fortnite with the granny. That's a good time. Popping headshots with Grandma Donahoe. Well, one last thing I wanted to mention. Video game yeah. related. Yeah. They're making a Minecraft film. And uh, Jason Momoa is going to be in it. And apparently Jack Black just got casted as Steve. I don't think he gives Steve vibes, if I'm being honest. I'm just like, we're in the reality where Jack Black is playing Bowser, Claptrap, and Steve from Minecraft. <sighs> like, those are not characters that are all fami- like similar to each other, you know? At like, all. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that they all are going to, like, Jack Black's versions of all those characters all are going to be exactly the same. <laughs> There's no way that Steve from Minecraft is going to be, like, a mild-mannered dude being played by Jack Black. They should have got Michael Sarah. I would love Steve. that. I think that'd be awesome. Just a soft-spoken, nervous Steve. Yeah, I feel like Steve's a nervous guy. He's so quiet. And then get Jack Black to play, like, Brian or whatever. Who's Brian? <laughs> I think, isn't it, it's Brian, right? Or is it Herobrine? I have no that fucking, evil Steve. I know only Minecraft Steve. You and... don't, do you not know that much about Minecraft lore, dude? I know there's an Ender Dragon and Ender Man, <laughs> and, a, and I know there's a testicle monster oh, that blows up. And there's a Creeper. Yeah. Who's the Creeper? Is it Jason Momoa? Is he the villain? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if that Borderlands movie's ever going to come out. I hope to God it doesn't. Just leave Borderlands alone. Just let Borderlands be a game. I think it wrapped up filming like two years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if that movie ever sees the light of day, I will cry. <laughs> I will cry tears of You're not mourning. excited to see Kevin Hart play Roland? I don't. I'm never excited to see Kevin Hart ever. I fucking hate Kevin Hart. Stoic soldier character, and then they cast Kevin, Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart? No, thank you. Leave my leave my boy Rowan alone. Roland. Jesus. Roland alone. Maybe they were hoping that if they casted Kevin Hart as Roland, they could like like kinda goad the rock into playing uh Brick or whatever. I think his name is Brick. Yeah. Big muscle guy. They they use Kevin Hart as bait. <laughs> and it just didn't work. <laughs> Unfortunate. But that's gonna wrap up episode twenty six, press Y. First episode of twenty twenty four. Twenty six on twenty four. You can let me with that. <laughs> you okay? You okay? <laughs> you can let me know what that adds up to at <laughs> presswidecast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week for episode 27.